Welcome to the Slam Radio Podcast, featuring The Lauren Goodwin Show. Welcome in. You are now tuned into the Lauren Goodwin Show. <laughs> How's everybody doing today? I hope you guys are staying safe and healthy during this global pandemic. I think it is so crazy that we're living through a pandemic like we will really have a chapter in history and future generations will read about what we're living through right now. Um, I'm seeing so many people angry about having to wear masks and I just want to say that I completely agree with wearing masks. I felt like from the beginning, if we just did it for six weeks, then we could all go outside and breathe fresh air eventually with no mask on. If there are issues to where like you're a person who can't go outside right now without a mask, then just stay inside. And if you can go outside with one, do that for six weeks. And then by Halloween, we could all finally go to haunted houses and be scared for our lives just in like a few months. So that's my thoughts on that. But I do completely understand people who are going through things because of the pandemic, like people are losing their jobs, losing loved ones, and it really is terrible. I've been scared to spend money, but my shoes were falling apart. So I got a couple pair from the store. And when I checked out, the lady was like, "Um, you want both of these? And I was like, I need both of them. Yes. And she just looked at me as if she couldn't believe I was getting two pairs of shoes at the same time in this economy. (laughs) Oh, so uh, when the pandemic happened, when the pandemic happened, I actually was playing professional basketball overseas in Turkey and my season was cut short and we were all sent home. So like for the last couple of months, we were not paid for that time. So I completely understand how some people are feeling right now. And let me tell you, I barely even made it out of there because they were shutting down all the borders. The day after I left, they shut down international flying from Turkey By the grace of God, you hear me, I made it home safe. So now I am in Houston and I've been working, training, uh, hanging out with my family since March. And if things get better with COVID, I'll go back overseas in September. Um, So I was able to attend the Black Lives Matter protest in downtown Houston for George Floyd. And yes, we wore masks. Um, It was a great movement. There's a definite need for change. So I'm super excited to be living through another wave of a civil rights movement. And I've never been more proud to be black. So I could get into way more detail because it's something that I'm super passionate about. But that's an episode in itself. So I won't do that today. So I have goals for this podcast, like things I want to accomplish by doing this. And one of them is to touch on current events Speaking of current events, voting has started, so please, please, please make sure you guys are getting out and voting. It's so important, and if you want your voice to be heard, then you have to vote. You can't complain if you're not voting. Um, Another goal of mine in this podcast is to talk about things that matter to you guys. So at the end of every podcast, I will answer questions that people submitted throughout the week. You can also suggest topics that you want me to talk about for future episodes, and you can contact me through 
all of my social media outlets, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook through my DM. Um, if you want to ask me a question or you have a suggestion for the show in the future, which is super exciting, you guys can suggest guests that you want me to bring on the show. And lastly, and most importantly, I'm hoping to inspire young females who need somebody. I mean, I want to send positive messages to the youth and help them in any way that I can. Adolescent years are so important, and I want young girls to know that there's somebody who's been through similar situations as them, and just hearing about me getting through things could make a difference in their lives. If one person hears my podcast and feels inspired or like my words help them, then I'm completely satisfied. So that leads me into the motivational quote for every week. So every week I'll choose a motivational quote that will be the theme of what I'm going to talk about. So I'll explain what that quote means to me, the challenges that I've faced that relate to the quote and hopefully inspire people to focus on that quote for the week in their own lives. And I just want to send off good vibrations during this really, really tough time. I know that's a super long intro, but I want you to know what this is going to be about before I just jump right into it, because this is the first episode of my podcast. And I also want to shout out Frankie and Larry. They put me on. um, They helped me even get this opportunity over at Slam Radio. So super exciting. And I'm really thankful for this opportunity. So thanks, guys. (laughs) This is SiriusXM 145 Slam Radio. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. Wake up and text. Text and eat. Mm -mm. Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. Text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger. Put it in the glove box. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. We'll be back with the Lauren Goodwin Show on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Good morning, amigo. Hey, man, it, look, if they pick up Tua Nigga Manuel Apollo too, I'll, I'll be fine with him. But I'm just looking, I'm, I'm looking at the different angles. It doesn't, you I don't call know. him that, I call him Tunga Vailoa, whatever you want to call him. Listen, I don't know if they're 100% sold on Tua Nigga Manuel Apollo. Tunga Vailoa is the next quarterback of the Miami Dolphins. How can you get that name so perfect? Tua Nigga Manuel Apollo? Tua? I can't do it. I'm done. Tongo Vailoa. Tua nigga Manuela Pola. Tongo Vailoa. Tua nigga Manuela Pola. Tongo Vailoa. Tua nigga Manuela Pola. Tongo Vailoa. That sounds much better that way. Good morning, amigo. Weekdays from 7 to 11, only on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. I'm Andrew Saul, Commissioner of Social Security. I'm here to warn you about telephone scammers pretending to be government employees. Some of these scammers may say threatening things like you will be arrested if you don't make payments or provide personal information. Do not fall for these tricks. These calls are not from us. Real Social Security employees will never threaten you for information or money. If you receive a call like this, hang up. Never give the caller your personal information 
like your social security number or bank account, or send money in any form, cash, gift cards, wire transfers, or prepaid debit cards. Report the call to our law enforcement arm, the Office of the Inspector General at oig.ssa.gov. Share this information with your friends and family. And now we're back with the Lauren Goodwin Show on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. So the quote for today's episode is by John Wooden, and it's, if you're afraid to fail, you will never do the things you're capable of doing. The reason why this quote is so important for me personally, because as I said, I'm a professional basketball player, and to get to this level, you've got to be extremely competitive and be able to set yourself apart because only 1% of female athletes make it to the professional level. Other girls out there who are pros, I salute you 100%. Like, you're dope no matter what level you're at. If you're in first league, second league, third league, fourth, it does not matter. You have had to fail. I know you guys have failed so many times and got right back up and tried again until you became a professional. So hats off to you for not giving up and for not being afraid to fail and continuing on your journey to become a pro. Because I know how tough it is. So shouts out to y'all. That leads me into talking about just failing in general. Me, personally... I used to be so afraid to fail and so much so that it would overtake me. Like I would not do things out of my comfort zone if I didn't think I would be the best right off the bat. But I I thought to myself, what kind of life is that to never stretch yourself beyond what you know? Like I was a girl who only got chicken tenders at restaurants or burger with nothing on it. I didn't want to step out of my comfort zone. I didn't want to try any new food. I was like putting myself in a tiny box. Like when I was 22, I tried salad for the first time. So for the past four years, from 22 to 26 now, I've tried to push myself past my limits and get out of my comfort zone. And I tell you, my whole life elevated once I started to branch out. This past year, I've done that more than ever and I'm super happy with where my life is going. I went to a different country, Turkey is where I was at this past year, I mentioned that earlier, and people didn't speak much English. I'm trying different foods that I, you know, I'm playing with girls who don't speak much English. I'm walking around having to get around in taxis and things like that with people who don't speak the same language as me. I'm trying new foods, things I would have never tried before, and I've just grown so much from going overseas and stepping out of my comfort zone. So for you guys, if there's a job out there that you want to take or if you're trying to get in shape, if you want to make friends but you're not sure if they're going to like you and you're just scared that you're going to fail at these things and that's the only reason why you don't do them is because you're afraid to fail, then you've got to step out of your comfort zone because you'll never know 
because you'll never know who you could become until you step out until you step out on a limb and do something that challenges you. It's not going to be perfect and it's probably not going to be easy. Um, I have had so many stories. Like I could tell you guys so many stories where I failed. It's inevitable. It's going to happen. I got to where I wanted to be, but I, I got to where I wanted to be, but I fell on my face so many times along the way. I can relate this back to my life again with a story when I was younger. So growing up, I was always the smallest, super small, but I was super competitive, heart of a lion. Um, I was super good at sports, but things were not always perfect. And I remember being in the seventh grade and trying out for the sprint relay and I didn't make it. I didn't make it my seventh grade year. I didn't make it my eighth grade year. I was just too small and I hadn't hit puberty like all the other girls had. So they were a lot faster than me. I still was in five other events and super successful. But the one thing that I really wanted to do was make the sprint relay. I wanted to be one of the fastest girls in my grade. And it just didn't pan out that way for me no matter what I did. But I just kept working and I kept working all throughout the summer and from my eighth grade year to my freshman year I went from 4'11 to 5'6 in height I got stronger I worked with my dad doing a weightlifting program all summer and I just kept running I did I joined an AAU summer track team and when I came back my freshman year I made it on varsity track so I still had not accomplished my goal because I didn't make the sprint relay but I made it in five events in varsity track so I was on the um, mile relay, which is tough. You got to be a dog for real to be on that. Um, I did the 100 meter hurdles, 300 meter hurdles, long jump and triple jump. But my one goal was to be on the sprint relay. I did not want to. I my one goal was to be on the sprint relay. Like that was my main thing. I wanted to be one of the fastest girls at the school and be able to try to get to regionals in that event. So my senior year, mind you, I have not made the sprint relay until my senior year. And this is the year I knew I was going to get a scholarship for basketball. It was like a 100% chance. I had already committed to North Texas at the time. So I didn't even have to do that. So I didn't even have to do track that year because I knew I was going to play basketball in college. But I went out there and it was my senior year of high school we had just moved schools because my dad is a coach and he got a coaching job at Cypress Falls in Houston. So this school is a lot bigger, a lot more athletic girls who are dedicated to track. They are one sport athletes going to college for it. And they've done this their entire lives. But I went out there after basketball season was over and I just decided and I just kept working like every every year I kept working and I went out there right after basketball season was over and I ran out there on the track with those girls and every week I got faster and faster and faster. And by the third track meet, I was on every relay, the sprint relay, the 800 meter relay, the mile relay, long jump, triple jump. And our sprint relay actually broke the school record and we went to regionals. And I just say this to say that I made it to regionals in my other events, but my biggest accomplishment to me was to make it in the, to make it my biggest accomplishment was to get on the sprint relay team and then I surpassed my goal and we went to regionals and I could have quit I could have quit I could have been too afraid to fail and just stop doing it 
but I didn't. I had to push forward and I kept trying. And I was just a kid at the time. I don't even think I thought of it that way back then. But I look back now and I see how strong I was in that first moment when I didn't quit. And I try to remind myself of that now when I don't want to do something because I'm afraid to fail or I want to quit something. I know I have to push through because there's something good that's going to be on the other side. And I'm not always perfect with that to this day. But in the end, I do always find a way to make something of myself. And it's from years of practice and not giving up no matter what the circumstance is. Well, alrighty, guys. So that's the motivational quote. And I tied in my own story to that. And so now I'll get into kind of wrapping this up. So when I announced my podcast on Instagram, a few people had questions for me. So I will go ahead and answer those now. So Nathaniel Linwood Jr. from Montezuma, Georgia asked me, what is it like being biracial? So I never actually knew what it felt like to be white. I mean, my mom is white and Colombian. My dad is black. But to be mixed with white, I never felt that side of it at all. I was always seen as black by white people just because my skin is brown. So I don't know where this assumption comes from that light-skinned people get better treatment But I got the same treatment as my friends who were 100% black. I will say, though, on the other side of this, that some some black people did treat me as if I wasn't black enough because I was light-skinned or mixed. And for some people, that really bothers them. And they take, oh, I'm not good enough on this side, or they don't think I'm black enough, and take that into their adult life. But for me... Honestly, I don't know why, but it never really affected me in that way. I have so many other things and so many stories. I have so many stories of me being bullied for being small. I mean, I have a birthmark on the center of my face. It wasn't the easiest thing. So I think that kind of not being black enough, I never looked into that. I didn't care. I had other things to worry about. I knew who I was. My dad is black. I'm black. And it just never affected me. It never got to me. Even if that was their motive. Okay, so next question from BJ Biley from Houston, Texas. He asked me, what do you do when you don't get along with the coach? Well, ding, 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 you transfer. (laughs) Oh my gosh, I'm, I'm totally kidding. Do not transfer, don't do that. Um... The majority of things, so I will say the majority of things that go on on a day-to-day basis are not as big as they seem to us people. Hold on. How am I going to say this? Okay. Okay. So like the majority of things that go on on a day-to-day basis are not as big as they seem. Like People are not thinking about it the same way that you are internally. So the biggest thing I would say is that before you talk about your situation or your issues that you're having with your coach. You should directly go to the coach first because you might be able to clear the air before it gets to a place where the relationship can't be fixed. Because what we do is we make all of these assumptions and talk to other people about it and get their opinion and they're not in the situation so they don't really know what's going on and we convince ourselves of something that may not even be the case. So if you're not getting along with the coach then you need to go directly to that coach on a one-on-one basis and let them know how you feel and fix the problem right away. And I'm telling you, they will respect it 100% more than 
if they hear it from somebody else or you've already called your parent, now the parent's calling them, you look like you can't handle your own stuff. If you can go in there on a one-on-one and let them know everything that you feel and with an open mind, you're also going in there to learn. I'm telling you 98% of the time it will be fixed. You just have to handle it the right way. So I'm going to wrap everything up. I really appreciate you guys coming on here to listen. This is my first podcast and hopefully this helped you in some way. But I challenge you. I challenge you this week to look at something that you're afraid of failing at and attack it head on. Find one thing that you're afraid to do because you think you're going to fail and just do it. I actually have different AAU teams or I actually have different high school teams. Their coach is reaching out to me saying they want me to give a speech. But I'll tell you, I do not like to get up and talk in front of a bunch of people. I can play basketball because there's other moving parts around me, but I don't like to be the center focal point of everything. And so I don't like standing up in front of people and just talking. But for this week, I am going to go to one of those teams and I'm going to speak to those girls and hopefully I could have a positive influence. So that's something that I don't like to do. I just honestly, I wouldn't do it before. But I'm going to step out of my comfort zone and I'm going to go out there and I'm going to do it. And I'll let you guys know how I went. But you all enjoy the rest of your day and don't forget to vote and wear a mask. (laughs) So right before I finish, trying to find the quote for next week. Okay. So that's what I'm going to focus on this week. And for next week, the quote is going to be, if it doesn't challenge you, it won't change you by Fred DeVito. So I'll be getting into challenges in life. If you had a knee surgery or something that's been holding you back, how to deal with that, how to channel that in another way, not with anger, sadness, or depression, but to find another outlet and another channel to get through it. So that's what we're going to talk about next week. So thank you guys all for coming. It's been a pleasure. You all enjoy the rest of your day. Don't forget to vote and wear a mask. (laughs) Love and light. The views and opinions expressed on The Lauren Goodwin Show are entirely those of the hosts, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of Slam Radio.